Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode numero dos. Uh, if you were last through the first one, congratulations, you made it to number two. Uh, where we left off, let's see, we had uh, Genesis, we ended after chapter two, and so we're gonna get into chapter three. Fuck yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so far these are just kind of prep episodes, so as we kind of go, hopefully things will kind of pick up, and I'll put up something next week, and... We'll get this ball really super rolling and things. But for now, it's very much me just kind of getting ahead of the curve. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's go on to chapter three, yeah. Uh, so to recap, God made pretty much everything and everything fucks each other. Uh, and that's cool because things. And Adam and Eve are now here. So right on. Um, Genesis chapter three. Uh, so we started off, now the serpent was more subtle, subtil, than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, uh, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Well, this snake, apparently, uh, serpent, oh, which is always a good term for a snake, right? Like, that's just a, it's like calling a wizard a sorcerer, it's just so much more badass. Uh, and the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. I mean, she's just giving out a warning, man. Like, this seems like a question that most... Also, the serpent's fucking talking. Let's get that out in the open. Uh, like, she doesn't see this as a weird thing, and she doesn't see this as like a... um, Like a... I don't know, a hindrance to her, like, do other animals talk? Did, was that a thing in Eden, in God's national park of let's try out humans and see how they do? Which eventually, spoilers, we fail. Like, he unleashed us onto the world as opposed to making us into, basically into Africa or Ethiopia or wherever the hell Eden is supposedly supposed to be. Whatever. Anyway, so she talks to this serpent. There's, uh, you're supposed to eat it like, ev like every tree, right? Like in the garden? Uh, no, we're not supposed to eat that one. Okay, cool. Or we'll die. Uh, and the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Hmm. I'm beginning to wonder, like the... Like the implications of knowing good, knowing good and evil, and not knowing good and evil. Like not knowing it. Um, what what does that sort of existence look like? Is it just this kind of baseline of hmm, naming things? Yep, that's what we do. Derp a derp. And this is just the knowing of good and evil, or that good and evil exists. Good being so far like. Land, sea, oceans, uh, clouds, etc. And evil we haven't really dealt with yet. Evil is is the unknown, and spoilers, it's probably going to be the serpent. Um, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Huh. Uh, that's just an interesting, like, we ate of the tree, of whatever fruit's on that damn thing, and oh man... We now know good and evil. And then you get punished for knowing this. Like, knowing a certain detail. And then there comes, like, the whole... Uh, 
argument of like, well, God knew, God knew that this was a thing, and then that becomes like kind of this free will thing. Like, even if God knew this was going to happen, then why like hide it? Like, yeah, you're gonna eat from the tree. You might as well just eat it from it, and then I'm gonna get mad. No, no, no. Or does he just want this shit to play out like Dumbledore? You know, um, which makes I guess uh, I don't know. Having the power to know what's going to happen and having the wisdom to either act on it or not is is kind of a daunting task. Because I don't know about you, but if I knew that like my creations were going to fuck up the one rule that I threw out there, uh, I'd, I'd just be waiting. Like, or put a fucking fence around the damn thing, you know? Like, a bunch of thorns and shit, I don't know, like... I, we can't eat from the tree because there's a bunch of shit in the way, you know? I don't, that seems like a lot of work just for something that's on a tree. When I could just eat a bunch of this stuff. But, the, you know, and then there's the temptation, and Adam makes a ladder, maybe, and... Fuck, for being an omnipresent thing, you know, like, God really dropped the ball eventually on this. Or did he? I don't know. <sighs> Whatever, here's how the story goes, I guess. Uh... Let's see. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food... Oh, so this whole, like, thought was like, oh, so don't eat from the tree because it'll kill you. I guess that makes sense because it would be poison. Was good for food. Oh, so we won't die. And she's taking the word of a serpent over this deity god. Let me she thought the snake was a god. I mean, that makes sense. If a snake's talking to me, I might begin to think of, like, what Egyptian uh, hierarchy do you come from? Anyway, okay, so the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Wow, what a quick little, like, section for just being this huge debate over, like, how things kind of fell into place. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to it. Looks like a... She got a closer look at the tree, which means that she never really went up to the tree to begin with, never really inspected it, going like, that's a poison tree, fuck that tree, fuck it, dead, I fucking hate that tree. It's a good tree. Well, I guess we can believe the serpent with fangs and bad things and the other thing that is venomous, and there's a difference, poisonous and venomous. I have learned this, um, make one wise, fruit thereof, did eat, and then she just hands it to Adam with like no protest, there's like nothing. And then, bam, just like, here's a fruit. Okay. Blam. All right. And the eyes of them uh, both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Oh. Huh. You know, you figure after, like, the whole go forth, multiply, and be merry and stuff, they would probably be pretty okay with wandering out in the nude. I mean, I mean, this kind of comes as a logic thing, doesn't it? Like, Imagine you and your significant other in your own apartment with the blinds drawn and whatever. I would probably wander nude most of the time. That's me. I know. Not all couples are the same. But certainly the the feeling to go out there and just be, I'm going to be naked because I'm with this person. Maybe it's just to hide themselves from God. Was that the thing? I mean, that would kind of make sense. Being like, eh, I don't want to compare myself to, you know, his, his ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling, etc. Huh. Well, that's where self-consciousness come from, kids. Cool. Good to know. Okay, so they had fig leaves, which... I don't know how those fig trees look, but... 
All right. From what I saw, they, the fig leaves aren't that huge, but I, uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves in the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. So God just wanders through, too. So this is also a common, like, denominator. What? Well, I guess at this point they're treating him like a roommate, you know. Adam and Eve, uh, we have this side of the garden, God, and, uh, you know, at about 9.30 after, um, after mash, we're going to go and uh, have some alone time. You know, we're going we're gonna to find out how that whole multiplying thing. And turns out uh, the uh, back door is, is not the way to go. So uh, we're learning. We are learning little bit by little. Yeah, whatever, I went down that rabbit hole. But I guess that under that's understandable with like God wandering around. And also, is God in the nude? Like, is he just standing there naked time? If I were God, yes, I'd be all... Why wouldn't you? You're God, for fuck's sake. Why wouldn't you just stand around in the buff and be like, Hello, my creations. And showing off to the world. Why wouldn't you? This also kind of comes... Okay, so if he isn't clothed, this kind of makes sense. But if God is, in fact, clothed, as we see him in all these artistic depictions, because... Um, I can only assume God has a dingling of uh, the size of Liam Neeson's. Or smaller. I don't know. Um, so if he is robed, they know what it means to be clothed, which doesn't come as a surprise. But if he's nude, then there kind of comes this idea of, like, togetherness. Like, this is just the way things go. The animals are nude with the exception of, like, their fur. And thereby, too, are humans, with the exception of, fuck, it gets cold, outside. And God has made seasons, and I can only assume that Eden went through its own season. It's not like California, where it's like, eh, it's a nice, chilly 69 degrees. Oh, it's going to be 80 later. Fuck. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, so they're hiding in the trees, trying to... Also, hiding from God. That particular idea. The omnipresent, omni omnipotent everything. Hiding from that. It's it's not like Sauron, guys. He's gonna fucking find you. Trees or not. And yes, there might be this whole educational system that really wasn't in place and that these adults, while being fully grown biological adults, have the minds of children just because they have really no one to teach them anything beyond like, I like tree monster. Or crayons are fun. I don't know. Or clouds. God is good guy. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, and the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Being quite tired of playing hide-and-seek for the fifth time that day. <laughs> and he said, I heard thy voice in, my, in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked and I hid myself. I'm assuming this was uh, Adam speaking. Uh, and he said, um, Must be God. Who told thee thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee thou that thou shouldest not eat. Huh, this must be a fun experiment. <laughs> Who told you you were naked? So they could have found out that they were naked by, like, some other means, which might have just been the serpent's thing, but they might have pointed to him quicker, not that it didn't, wasn't expedient anyway. Uh, but then he jumps to really quick conclusions. Now, I'm not the deliverer of this thing. I mean, I'd have that dramatic pause in between. Uh, Who told thee thou wast naked? Pause to reflect, put the gears together, but you're God, so you already know. Uh, fuck. 
as the wheat of the tree whereof I commanded thee to that thou shalt not eat. Hmm. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Here's the thing. Tree. Uh. And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Way to throw someone under the bus, you fuck. Like, how come women didn't rule the world with this particular passage just running through the fucking thing? Being like, you remember the first fucking instance? You fucking tucked and ran, you shit. Like, you were just begging for sh Like, this is not a good showing for man. Like, this just isn't. Uh, it'd be one thing to be like, no, no, it was just me and Eve wanted to uh, just kind of... I peer pressured her, just like I did with all the other things that we do behind trees and out in the open and so on that she's getting better at that I saw the pigs do. I don't know. Again, rabbit hole. Uh, so, I mean, it's not supposed to paint humanity in the good light because, you know, we're looking at God and the creation story, I guess. But, fuck, man, like... Dude, cold. Like, also, why didn't she just, with the eventuality of what's to come, be like, fuck off, and just out the door she would go? Uh, I don't Whatever. Okay, so, uh, let's see. Where the fuck was I? Okay, so they... So they sewed fig leaves, they were sad, and we threw uh, Eve under the bus. And the Lord God said unto the woman... What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. This chain of events. Now, at least she was just like, This motherfucker told me that I'd be totally fine. Um, so, I mean, this is nice chain, but there really is this untold story, or this told story of, like, uh, of Eve going, Here, eat this. Okay. Because most men will do this. One way or another, even if you told him, and this is fucking true, if you told him this tastes like pure shit, we will take a bite of it. And actually, that's kind of funny. Just like, hey, Eve, what are you eating? Mwah. This weird fucking fruit. Oh, shit. How's it taste? Fucking awful. You want one? Yeah, I, okay. Also, the social structure of this, I mean, this is, hopefully, they have a friendly relationship, but they seem kind of new at this, just because they're just... I don't like. This is a new relationship, I think. I mean, there isn't this, like, idea of passage of time. This seems like, we got created. We were told to go forth and multiply, and, well, we've been trying to figure that shit out. And then she went off and talked to a snake for 20 minutes, and uh, she came back with this uh, something from a tree. Good times. So he throws her under a bus, and while Eve is very much like, whoa, hey, one of your own creations, another one, motherfucker, did this to me. And maybe that's like a double standard. Maybe maybe this whole passage of throwing things under the bus, and while it is in fact true that, yeah, Eve did go like, I'm eating this, you should eat it too. I mean, there wasn't any also like, should we, shouldn't we? It was just, here, let's eat this. So there's so there's some stuff that is just isn't said. There's, there's fault on both sides, let's say. Let's just say that everybody's at fucking fault here. Um, Okay. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, so the serpent must have been nearby or something, watching his deed, its deed. Uh, well, I don't know if the serpent's a guy or not. Uh, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. 
Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. All right, so snakes uh, didn't crawl on their belly before. I can only imagine what they were doing before that. Uh, cursed above all cattle. What I, I mean, like, looking back on little lessons that I might have had, cattle was just like an idea, like a word for, like, livestock. That was just the all-encumbering word for it. And I'm surprised I didn't remember, remember that sort of thing until now. I think I might be wrong. But he curses this snake, who apparently either has legs or is wandering on his back this entire time, but cursed all serpents, or at least snakies, to go on their belly. But I guess in a lot of ways, a lot of animals kind of go on their belly, especially if you're a fat fucking like animal or something, too. So, I mean, that's even more just kind of like, you will forever never be able to feel like you're a skinny piece of shit again. Uh, and you're going to eat dust forever. That's, I mean, just a curse, man. He could have just fucking evaporated the fucking thing. Eh, oh well. He wants to show off some punishments, man. Like, it seems like God is very much into the whole punishment deal. Anyway. Uh, so, Snake's gonna be snakish forever. Uh, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Um. Okay, what? Uh, I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. Uh, it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. What in the fuck does that mean? Uh, okay, yeah, Genesis 3.15. Like, I, I have no idea, and I have no intention of looking it up. I'm taking it at face value until somebody explains it to me. So that sounds a lot more fun. Uh, unto the woman he said, uh, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. I, I don't know if this is a fitting punishment. Also, like, giving birth seems like almost a, well, actually, I don't know. Is it a painful process for, like, other animals? Because I've seen some nature things where, the like, the doe, the calf, the whatever just kind of just explodes out and just kind of get shit out by the by the female but this is a common thing like this is this is not like a weird thing that the female has to bring forth children in sorrow thou shalt bring forth children i guess that's the thing so it's not like oh let's just keep popping these fuckers out no it's very much like ah son of a bitch and where's the epidural and you did this to me and things like that uh and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee huh I guess that's that's a that curse that probably put her in her place before. So this is like stopping her from like way to throw me under the bus, asshole, and then founding the Amazons and man dying out pretty much immediately. Um so I guess uh, good on God for that, but like also like I just ate a fruit off a fruit thing I wasn't supposed to eat and I realized something that was already on its own kind of its own punishment, you know, like, I was perfectly fine, and then I ate this fruit, and I realized, holy fuck balls, where am I, what am I doing, what is up with my life, uh, oh, oh, I am completely naked, and I need to lose 10 fucking pounds, like, three weeks ago, oh, shit, uh, and then just 
the mental insanity that probably follows this whole idea of good and evil and knowing what is good and evil when as far as we can really tell god is the only thing that has created anything and again we get into the kind of argument of did god create evil and is god thereby evil um but then again we get the other argument i suppose on the other side that while making man man has the choice to be good and evil and that potentially this fruit uh, of the tree, whatever it might look like, apple, pear, whatever, uh, is a reflection on that, that a man and, and or woman can choose to be good or evil. So I guess that is the, the godliness there, the choice, the choice to, to follow or be led or do the things. But Jesus, man, like, because you were beguiled by a serpent, you were convinced to do what God told you not to do, he is going to just wreck your shit. Like, you and apparently the entire sex. Entirely. Like, holy shit, man. Like, it's one thing to curse somebody for, like, you know, doing a deed, but it's one thing entirely to curse an entire family line. Like, that's witch's stuff, man. All right, well, that's what he did. Okay, and then, like... Adam gets rewarded, like, all right, I'm the boss now. Like, shit, he just gets handed shit just because he's the first dude. Whatever. Ugh. Anyway, so the next passage, let's see. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of thy life. Wasn't he already? Like, wasn't he already eating shit that already came off of the ground? Like, grass and, and like, pigs and whatever? Like, he, he's already kind of there. Like, it's like, and guess what? You shall never eat of, um, you shall never eat Arby's again. Oh. So you give women, like, terrible pain of childbirth, and yet you give guys going, you will eat this shit forever. Uh, curses the ground for thy sake. Uh, huh. Like, what, uh, what is the implications of that? Like, maybe one thing, like, everywhere you walk, it's just death will follow thee. That's kind of metal. It's awesome. But it's another thing entirely just to be like, you're gonna just eat. <laughs> okay. Uh, thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. Oh, okay, so there we go. And thou shalt eat the herb of the field. Oh. So we just make a bunch of pokey shit now. In the sweat of thy face thou shalt eat bread, till thou, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. Oh. Oh, that makes, Okay. That's kind of a, a fun and weird fitting punishment, but also Eve kind of follows into this. Like, <laughs> not only is Adam cursed, but also with your childbearing things, you're going to also have to eat uh, bread that is dusty and shitty, and every time you eat of it, you think of, of the body, which now, again, spoiler alert, this kind of harkens back to, like, Jesus' eventual, like, uh, communion deal. This is my body and little pieces of bread. Uh... You know, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, there's some soda poeticness, but there's still, like, a really big hammer throw to, like, females in general. 
<laughs> like, oh, I'm still getting over that. Okay, fun. Um, and Adam called his wife, uh, wait, and Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. You know, this is also like, okay, so before that, we didn't even know what her name was. So we had Adam and girl or female or Adam too. And then after like getting punished, he goes, oh, well, all right, uh, Eve, I guess you'll be the. The Eve of all humanity. That's a good name, right? It's like giving her like a bowling ball for Christmas when you're like in a bowling league. Like, can I borrow it? Like, uh, fuck, man. Ah, uh, mm. it's awful. Anyway, unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skins and clothe them. Well, that's nice. Here, it's, uh, it's Gucci. And Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil, and now, lest he put forth his hand, and take also the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Become one of us, so, uh, so become a god. One of us. What does that mean? One of us? So there's more than one? More than one, like, immortal? One more than someone who will live for fucking ever? Huh. You know, this kind of pokes a hole in that whole, like, monotheistic thing of Christianity, you know? And it's just in the beginning. No good and evil. Oh, wait, okay, never mind. Uh, so to know good and evil makes you a god. Well, if that's all it fucking takes, man, like, holy shit. That's not much. Like, I expected more, like, I don't know, being really good at something. You know? And now lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life and eat and live forever. Um, so he gives it to at least Adam. We don't know uh, if he gives it to Eve or not. But he gives the, the tree of life, which I assume you would just eat constantly from that tree. If not, like, whatever. Because you're only told not to eat from the tree of good and evil, right? Like, you're told not to eat from tree number two out of the, like, 350 thousand different kind of trees or whatever that God decided to bear fruit in this landmass of Eden. Which, yeah, I mean, if you have the time, why wouldn't you, like, try everything? And not knowing that you are going to die or just the threat of death and being kind of the first humans, you can kind of guess, going like, uh, well, um, death doesn't sound good. Um, I don't like it. Also, there probably wasn't that idea of, like, time for them, that they were just, I exist, I have always existed, I guess. And, uh, the idea of not existing, and that's a thing. It still is a thing. I mean, we carry that through. At least these, until these guys, then now they know they won't ever die. They're gonna live forever and ever. Um, huh. Interesting. Uh, therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. Uh, so GTFO, you can't come back to Eden. Uh, so he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden the Eden cherubims and, the flaming, and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. A flaming sword which turned every way. What does that, like, what does that exactly mean? Like, I get the flaming sword because that's fucking awesome, but like, turned every way? 
Like, I guess if you get too close, you're just getting paled with fiery metal and shit. Also, God is a blacksmith. That, I mean, he was slightly advanced at the time. Um, the Eden cherubims. Okay, so little winged naked things, children, are floating around and guarding the place. What if it was like Eden's before children? Like while she was, you know, happily producing and multiplying. Like these little winged shits. Winged. Hmm. Maybe not. Okay, hole in the theory. It was a cool idea, though. Like, her own children are guarding Eden away from her. Like, oh, fuck. But I guess not. Like, so God worked with a bunch of naked children at first, or at least had them as, like, lesser minions to go, you will guard uh, the with the flaming sword that turns every way um, and keep the way of the tree of life. You'll keep fuckers away from it. Huh. Okay, so we at least know that Adam's out. We don't know Eve's out, although I'm suspecting she probably is. Um, which, you know, shit, man. That I, I think this punishment was very severe, but, you know, God, like Bane, would definitely want to go with something along the lines of, your punishment must be more severe. You know, that sort of thing. I don't know how that sounded. Sounded all right, I guess, on the anchor. Fuck it. What's the next chapter going to bring us? Okay, we're still in Genesis, right? Okay, Genesis chapter 4. All right, okay, so shit hit the fan. Um, all right, let's get going. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. Okay, so both of them got kicked out, it seems. But Adam must, he gave the fucking girl a name. Like, was he just wandering and go like, oh, thank God, Eve showed up? Or was she supposed to stay behind and wait for the, like, the lightning to stop? Or the, uh, you know, the finger pointing to go, you will fucking hate giving birth and it'll fucking blow. Um, and she conceived, okay, so we got Cain coming. And I have gotten a man from the Lord. And then shows, at this point, I suppose she figured out that, holy shit, I can make children. Oh, okay. Woo. Uh, and she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. This is just like any other parentage, man. Like, any father worth his salt will teach the kids to, you know, uh, mow the lawn, do the dishes, and shit like that. And if the kids are right enough, they will probably take on these duties and start rocking it just so dad can get some motherfucking peace and quiet, you know, and just deal with life. On his own terms. I just got kicked out of Eden, and I, daddy needs to drink. <laughs> you know? Um, so good. Okay, so Abel and Cain have uh, different, uh, different jobs. Okay, we're starting to get into spe specialist things here. And, and even tools. You know, tiller of the ground. I mean, he might have used his hands, but... I mean, it's kind of cool that they're, like, already making uh, gardening utensils right out of the gate. Good for them. Uh, and in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Hmm. I mean, at this point, I would just assume that this is a thing of like, can we please get back into Eden? Like, we're, we're gonna suffer ourselves a little bit more in order to appease you, O creator of everything, who... I suppose is only really going to see like just a just a minor shortage of um, 
of plant growth and things like that. But, uh, huh. I don't know. I mean, the idea seems right. It just, I don't know if I'd be trying to appease the guy who's like just kicked me out of heaven or uh, Eden, you know, like after doing whatnot to my wife and then making the ground trodden on fun and thorns and shit like, I don't know, I'd feel pretty betrayed, even though we kind of did the betraying first. I'd feel like, you know, this is unnecessary roughness, you know, 10 yard penalty, whatever. Uh, so, and Abel, he also brought the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof. Okay. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Oh, well, good that, you know, this whole offering thing is a good thing. Uh, but also, like, uh, we're sacrificing, we're, we're offering it up. God likes things to die, I'm starting to see, or just suffer. Because, you know, oh, it's a, it's a plant. We don't really view plants as having feelings or souls or really care. I don't. And, and neither should you. But the, the second a little baby lamb gets itself, like, all sorts of slaughtered, everybody gets all up in arm because, you know, you named it uh, Sheepy Poo and... And then you had to put it to the knife because, you know, we're trying to get back into Eden and it's it's a it's a thing. Also, someone had to explain that thing to somebody like we need to kill this creature or burn it or sacrifice it up into the the ethos, the air and shit. And and maybe God will like that. Was there a passing conversation that this happened in? Like, was there a moment where, you know what I like? Smoke signals. And you know what I like? Smelling uh, lamb carcasses. You have some weird smell taste, God, like, uh, <laughs> sacrifice by God. <laughs> uh, okay, but either way, God really liked Abel's, uh, killing of a bunch of lambs. Um, and unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. Yeah, no shit, man. Like, he's just doing his job as best he can. And like, oh, just because Abel, the younger motherfucker, just so happened to be the fucking shepherd and just so happened to be giving up, you know, sheep and I'm giving you the fruits of my own labor and he's giving up the fruits of the labor. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, Kane, you are totally in the right for this. This is like, uh, this is like having a fight between an electrician and a plumber. They're both very important people, but... And you need them when you absolutely need them. But it's, I don't know, it's like favoring one above the other when, when both the lights and the plumbing decide to fucking explode on you. When they're both being offered up as finished and complete products, you have a house and you should be thankful to both. Or an apartment, or a roof, or running water, or fucking whatever. <sighs> Way to drop the ball, man. And maybe this was a test. I don't know. But man, you gotta formulate these tests a little bit better. Or maybe you're just leading folks along to teach lessons that could have really been easily done. Kind of the Jesus way of just like a sit down. Come on down here. I'm gonna sit on this rock. You're gonna sit on these other rocks. And we're just gonna have a powwow. As opposed to the shitstorm that's about to hit us. Okay? Ugh. But then again, like, it's always much more fun to show, especially when your definition of time is on, like, God's definition of time. Uh, you know, because his amount of time does not move us so 
in in the way that ours does. We have a finite amount. He's he's his stuff has got to move a lot faster. Like lifetime moments for him or or events for him are much bigger and much more catastrophic. Now, in this beginning Genesis, it's the beginning. So things aren't, you know, they're going to ramp up, you know. But until then, this is like his entertainment. This is his Netflix. Like, what's on the Able channel? Ugh. Fuck. Okay. Um, so Cain's pissed. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? Dude, like, piece it together, man. Like, do I have to explain it to you? You're fucking God. Uh, and if thou uh, doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou uh, does it not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Who the fuck's talking? Is it still God? Okay, so if uh, why is the countenance fallen? If thou shalt doest, if thou doest well, thou sh- shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. This seems to be like, and we don't know. Like, it's very kind of vague, like, what, how much and what was really brought to, um, to this, like, offering. Now, granted, like, if you're bringing the firstborn, and this is going to come back around, Firstborn of, like, all of your lambs for those first, like, year or whatever. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Like, that's a bunch of sheep you could have had. As opposed to, like, make barren, like, a third of all of your trees or what comes out of the ground. But I don't know. Like, we don't know how much Cain brought. It could have been just a handful. It could have been bushels of shit. But still, like, God somehow preferred, like, the screaming of the lambs. To this whole thing. And okay. So. Uh, and he does kind of teach a weird backwards lesson of like. If you do good shit. Uh, you're going to be accepted. No matter what. Except in this case. When you brought me fruit. Instead of you know. Dead sheep smell. Like I need for my cologne. Uh, and if thou doest not well. Sin lieth at the door. I mean I, I guess that makes sense. If you're doing bad. Sin follows. Which sin is just being a bad person or this is a bad deed or whatever um yeah i don't know uh and cain talked with abel his brother and it came to pass when they were in a field that cain rose up against abel his brother and slew him oh there was no wow okay so there there was a lesson abel or cain said got it i or he didn't even really accept it we have no words between him and god whether it was like gotcha god hey abel got a lesson to teach you and god didn't stop this shit he just kind of went like <laughs> boys uh hmm. hmm like why why let that happen and i guess this goes into like the whole question of why does god let bad things happen but motherfucker like if you know if 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 god knows this is going to happen and this is just Maybe this is like that one moment being like, well, this is Abel's one chance to be good, and I better like his offering, because Cain's going to start begging my ass here in the future with what he's going to do. But, you know, if I just accepted them both in the beginning, I might not have to... Huh. Uh, I, uh, hmm. 
there's there's some rocky rocky roads to this whole thing. And maybe God's like just socially awkward. Like he just doesn't I mean, who how many people does he really talk to? I mean, he's created everybody he's ever going to be talking to and and what do you what do you say to your maker after a little bit like uh so uh you're the creator, right? Like you're the you're the beginning and uh, and assumingly the end, right? Mhm. Cool. You get uh you get cable up here? Mhm. Direct TV too. Huh. Well, heaven. Okay. Um where okay, so we're Abel's dead now. Slew him uh, with God knows what. Uh a club choked him to death, whatever. He's dead now. And the Lord said unto Cain, uh, where is Abel thy brother? You, uh, I think God turns off his power sometimes, like a hearing aid, just turns that shit right off. Uh, and he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Uh, that's where that comes from. Good to know. Uh, where is Abel, uh, where is Abel thy brother? Uh, like, it's kind of cool, like, I don't know. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it was Cain in the field with a club. <laughs> uh, but why ask like is this this whole like if you come clean it's okay but if you hide it's a bad thing is that what I'm supposed to learn from this like come to God and it'll be okay but so far we don't really have that lesson yet and maybe we will maybe we won't I don't know well we're gonna see like I'm I'm really hoping that there's a story somewhere in the middle section of all this where like I fucked up I went to God and uh, you know everything kind of just Went back to the way things should have been, you know? You know? Uh, let's see. And he said, uh, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me from the ground. Aw. Okay, so there was a bloody fucking massacre. So he probably didn't strangle him. He probably beat him to fucking death with rocks and clubs and whatever. And maybe, you know, maybe it's a, you know, a metaphor for death, but... Personally, I kind of like the idea that, like, Cain just fucking went Negan on his ass, you know? And maybe that's just me. Uh, and then he said, uh, oh, no, whoop, no, I just read that one. Uh, and now thou art cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Cursed from the earth. Okay, so the earth is cursing him, maybe. Or are they sending him into space? I don't, I don't know. Uh, when thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond thou shalt be in the earth. Well, that's not awful. But we also assume that he's just going to wander and starve. Like, holy shit. Like, fitting kind of punishment, but all that's also a punishment for the parents. Like, Adam and Eve are just getting shit on left and right. Uh, and Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Oh, also, I should probably reread that, because my voice is deciding to die a little bit. Huh. My punishment is greater than I can bear. Well, you're probably going to die, son, so... I mean, right now, he's pretty much a vengeful god. Like, punishment's left and right. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that findeth findeth me shall slay me. Whoa. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, this wasn't like a curse. This is just like, look what you've done to me. I'm going to, everyone who looks at me is, I'm going to die. 
But I, I mean, if it's a real thing, like this is just an unspoken curse, like he can't really eat anything or he can't eat anything from the ground, I guess. Uh, so what a, what a fucking punishment that any other person that he runs across. Also, other people, motherfucker. Like, aren't Adam and Eve the only ones? Uh, like, the inherit the wind soul whole, whole bit of, like, did he create an Eve over in the other county? Like, how did that fucking shit happen? Uh, everyone that findeth me, and I'm, we might assume that he ate from the tree of life, or maybe that passes through, you know, uh, heredity and hereditarily or what have you, but what a way to go, man. If I ran into, if everybody I ran into like pulled a gun or a knife and just went to town and then I regenerate and then the next person comes up in line, like, okay, kind of a fitting punishment, man. Like kind of good, I guess. Um, but it all kind of still stems from, you know, the punisher, you know, still. Uh, and the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him seven, sevenfold. Oh, so we can't be stabbing Cain all the time. Huh. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any find him should kill him. Oh, good to know. So he's marked, and hopefully everybody gets the pamphlet that uh, you shouldn't kill Cain. But mark him as like, oh, that's uh, Cain, motherfucker. Oh, man. Well, uh, way to go. Uh, and Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. Who names these fucking places? This is Nod. Huh. Uh, and Cain knew his wife. Where the fuck? Okay, so yeah, this is where this comes in with the Inherit the Wind bit. And Cain knew his wife. So some woman showed up. Pah! Uh, and dwelt in the land of Nod. So there was Nod. So we had Eden and uh, Nod right now. Um, and I can only assume that there are a couple other weird places, and Nod is the fucking place? N-O-D? Like, could, there there are better names, man. I mean, Eden's pretty good, but Nod? Really? Like, I mean, it kind of makes sense. If you're saying this thing is good, this thing is good, you're going to do like that vertical, you know, Nod. So I guess the idea of this is a good place, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, you're going to nod, all right. Was it better than Eden? I'm probably not, I don't know. Uh, okay, so Cain knew his wife, and she conceived. Woo, these people work fucking fast. Uh, and and bear Enoch. Cool. And he builded a, oh, really? Is that the word builded? Who wrote this shit? I'm reading this online, so there were probably some English people who didn't write this correctly. Builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Enoch? Enoch? Cool. Okay, so we have Enoch, the son, and he built a city. So we go from, assumingly, like, gardening tools, punishment, city. We are fucking moving. Next, they had the PS4 and in the land of uh, Shake. And, uh, and everything was fine. Um, and unto Enoch was born Irad, and Irad met Mehujael, uh, and Mehujael met Methusael, Methusael begat Lamech. Okay, so we're just building and building and building. Still, we have Adam and Eve in their 
place outside of Eden somewhere um, doing whatever. But I guess like their story's done. Like they're just, you're just out and about. Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, and Lamech took unto him two wives. Yeah, way to go, man. Uh, the name of one was Ada, and the name of the other was Zilla. Hmm. Ada, Zilla. Cool, man. Like, easy to tell them apart. A and Z, all right? <laughs> uh, you know, go through them, A through Z. You know what I mean? High five. Uh, okay, so, uh, and Abda bear Jabal. Hmm. And he was the father of such as dwells in tents, and of such as have cattle. Oh, okay, so they, these folks were not uh, people who had permanent settlements, and they, they, were, uh, they were people of livestock that just wandered and, and had a good time. Okay, so, you know, you do you, man. You do your thing. I mean, there's, again, not much to do in the land of Nod, so go for it. Rock on. Uh, and his brother's name was Jubal. Jubal. Jabal and Jubal. Okay. Uh, he was the father of all such as Handel, the harp, and organ. Okay, so we got an artist and, uh, and a worker. All right. Okay, we're getting into cool shit now. Uh, and Zilla, uh, she also bare uh, Tubalcane, uh, an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron. And the sister of Tubalcane was Nama. Okay, so we got a blacksmith, we got an artist, and we got a, a cattle a cowboy. And Sister Nama. All right. Fan-freaking-tastic. Let's move on. Uh, and Lamech said unto his wives, Ada and Zillah, hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech. Hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding. And a young man to my hurt. Oh, okay. So wait, hold on. So uh, this Lamech guy, so the father of all these worker dudes. Um, uh, hold on. So wait. Okay, so this is him talking. Okay, so Lamech comes up to Adonzella, says, I've killed a dude. Um, okay. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. Wait, so we just know he killed a guy. We don't know he killed Cain, and Cain is like his great-great-great-grandfather, right? Um, and also this whole seventy and sevenfold, why does that like up and go? Like the punishment was for Cain, right? Like it wasn't just a... A, a base thing for everybody. It was to if you kill fucking Cain, or if you if you slay Cain, uh, there will be some shit. Um. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bare a son, and called his name Seth. For God said she hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. Okay, so we jump back. You know, meanwhile, back on the ranch. We're at Adam and Eve. Okay, so that oh, so knew his wife again. They didn't have sex very often. It seems, because we go through like four generations of, of people, and then Adam, and Eve go at it again. So maybe there was this like trial separation. They met at a bar. They said, you know, remember the good times? Yeah, we there were some good times. Hooked up and bam, you know, 
we have uh, Seth. Okay, cool. We got Seth. Adam and Eve are, are ancient, but I'm assuming they're not like uh, decrepit or aging or whatever. Um, and the last bit on this chapter, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Enos? Enos? Uh, then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. I called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Okay, so Seth had a kid. Um, Adam and Eve are uh, grandparents and great-great-great-great-grandparents, right? And so now everybody in the land of Nod and east of Eden um, are kind of talking to God again. And, you know, there's probably some offerings in the in-between. There might have been, like, you know, you see that over there with the flaming sword and the naked children who are flying around, like, that's Eden. And we got kicked out of there because of those two fuckers, the, uh, oh, they don't have a last name, do they? Um, the Edeners, uh, they fucked it up for, like, yeah, no wonder you would live in just, like, out in nowhere doing your thing. Okay, but Seth, he, okay, so Seth bears himself a, a, a kid uh, with some random woman, we assume, uh, his wife or something. Um, and with Enos coming in, uh, everyone seems to come back to the Lord. And where was God in all this? Like, God led the whole, like, four generations go without a whole lot of, like, uh, praising and whatnot like maybe he was tired of punishing and for a little while and i mean what 60 years go by i mean that's maybe 80 i don't know that that's a long time man like for any standard of of stuff we assume cain is very much alive and we I, we i really don't know if lamech killed cain i i have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. We just know he's young. We don't... We're running into just random people left and right. We don't know if it's Cain or, or really not. So uh, there's, there's a couple of holes. And I'm... I'm, I'm about a, a two on the confused right now. So I would love it if some people would explain some shit to me. But I'm going to keep on hitting this. I'm, I'm really digging where this is going. And uh, I hope you are too. Anyway, until next time... Um, Enjoy the gospel according to stupid, or read by stupid. I don't know. Rad. Toodles. Hey guys, the music was taken uh, from www.bensound.com with a fantastic song called Sunny. And man, was it a hard choice. Uh, they got a lot of good uh, royalty-free music on there. Take a look. It's good stuff.